0: charlotte 49er athletic director mike hill joining us now on the body works plus guest hotline mike it's good to have you i have my biff pogey cutoff in hand it's glorious if you want to cut off too by the way you can head to the bookstore and explore that beautiful campus like i did my question mike is are you going to wear a cutoff either in this game saturday or at any point this season
1: you know, I, I was at, I was down a couple of, of days this week working out, getting the arms ready. So we'll
0: see. Oh, So you better than me then. <laughs> yeah, because I still have my noodle arms that could hula hoop through a Cheerio. But I want to see Mike all buff in the Biff Pogey cutoff. That would be great. I, Mike, it does seem like anticipation is as high for this football season as it's been in quite some time. How have you guys been able to capitalize on all the excitement around Biff and the change within the team?
1: Well, it's it's been it's been a lot of fun, right? I mean, let's let's face it, we've got a head football coach who's got a lot of personality, a lot of character, and um, you know, people enjoy that. Our fans are really, I think they're they're feeding off of the energy that that Biff exudes, and um, which has created that buzz, you know. And so I think we look at certainly, uh, you know, we see our ticket sales are up. We're close to, if not right, out a sellout now for our first American Conference game. Uh, next month sales are, are strong for tomorrow as well. And, uh, you know, that's just, that's a result of people's excitement about what they're seeing and the, and they're hearing, you know, so, but we're ready to, to put it on the tee and get going.
0: Yeah. Uh, Mike, I've asked you this a few times. I mean, you mentioned all of the excitement surrounding Biff pogi Will Healy promoted the school a ton. I thought that might take a step back with Biff Poji just because the bar was so high. I could not have been more wrong. I mean, so wrong with that assessment. Biff is a walking Charlotte billboard. The guy hasn't coached a game and I bought a shirt with his body on it. I mean, if you look at what's taking place, I know that these hires don't come at the expense of expected wins, but Mike, did you know the kind of character he was going to be when you hired him?
1: Yeah, I have to be honest with you. Um, I'm not sure that any of us anticipated, you know, we we'd get exactly what we've gotten here. I mean, Look, it's, uh, you know, we hired him because we think he's an outstanding football. Right. That was the number one reason we hired him. And, and uh, you look, we also understood and knew that, you know, his story is, is, you know, it's unique. It really is. It's an unusual path that he's taken to get here. And we felt like, you know, we needed to do something different. Um, you know, I've said this repeatedly, you know, this, this is a young program that is competing against, you know, hundred plus year old football programs. We've been playing for 10 years. And so. We needed to do something differently. We're on a bigger stage now, and you know, so all the pieces, you know, are coming together. But we needed somebody who could, you know, really sort of, you know, rally rally the the, the people who need to get behind the program, uh, but also, you know, build the program through recruiting and coaching. And so, the 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 the, the extra benefit of his uh, big personality uh, has been uh, a little bit of a surprise, but honestly, you know, it's been exciting because. Like you said, you know, everywhere I go, people want to talk about our football program and and that's not always been the case. So now look, in the end, we got to go win some games, right? He'd be the first one to tell you that, you know, as, as my friend coach Spur used to say at Florida talking season is over, you know, so it's uh, we're done with that piece and now let's go compete, but it's an exciting time to be a Charlotte
2: 49er. Mike Hill joins us on the body works plus guest hotline. You can follow him on Twitter at rMikeHill and Mike Hill Mike, you see this program every day. I'm sure you've seen the practices. You know what the players think about what's going on so far. But what's the thing that you're going to be looking for Saturday from this football team that maybe you have not gotten a chance to see or hear about yet?
1: Well, you know, it's exciting to be able to see us compete against, you know, another team. When when you go against yourselves so long, and every team's in the same boat, right, in August camp and even in spring ball you know, sometimes it can be a little bit hard to to determine and discern, you know, you know just how strong you are in a certain area if you look that way in practice. But but my expectation, based on what I've seen so far, is that I, I think defensively we could be pretty special, particularly up front. Um, it's it's, uh, it's it's such a transformation, you know, on the defensive side of the ball. And as you know, Biff wants to be a run the ball and stop the run kind of program, and that's his philosophy, and it's very old school, but time-tested, as he would tell you. And so um, I'm excited to see our guys go against, you know, other competition and see, you know, if they look, can look as good as they have, you know, in, in our practices and at our scrimmages. Um, the defense has been particularly strong, but that's not to say we haven't seen some, some really nice things on the offensive side as well. And as you know, special teams are also critical, and, and Biff would be the first one to tell you, you got to have all three units working well to have success. And so um, I see a lot of confidence out there on the field, you know, at practice, I see a lot of energy and excitement. Um, And as much as anything, just we got some large humans on our team now that we didn't have before. I mean, it's just, this is different. I mean, we, you know, 52 new players, you know, I mean, we're, we're, we're we're much, much bigger up front uh, on both sides of the ball. And that's where you win football games. You know, you win them in the trenches. And so, um, I'm really, really excited to see us go against you know, some opposition outside of ourselves so we can really test ourselves and see how good we can be.
2: And then, Mike, too, when you look at this football team and when you guys come out there and take the field tomorrow, what was it like, though, as an athletic director, having 52 new players, you have guys exiting and guys coming in, just for people who don't know out there, what is that process like bringing in so many new faces and how hectic does it get?
1: That is a great question. And as lost by many people, it is chaotic. Um, it is intense. Um, it is in, an incredible amount of work um, by the coaching staff, by the support staff at football and by the administrative staff. And we all have to work together. And we talked about this with our administrative staff back in December. Um, you know, when, you know, it was pretty clear we had a football coach here who was, you know, going to turn up the flame when it came to, you know, um, you know uh, recruiting and, and potential transfers, et cetera, that it was a little, uh, little, little higher volume than I think our staff was used to. And my, and my message was simply this it is our job, it's our number one job to support our football program and try to recruit the best players we possibly can. And so that means that, um, you know, we're going to have to work overtime. And our and our people got it, and they embraced that. And so, um, but but it it was an incredibly busy time, a relentless um, sort of experience. I think for everybody in the football building and the administrative building, to work together to collaborate on such an exciting class.
0: Charlotte 49er Athletic Director Mike Hill joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Mike, we all got the news this morning. ACC does decide to expand. They welcome not only Cal and Stanford, but they do welcome SMU, a member now of the AAC, the conference, of course, in which Charlotte plays in. What does it mean for the AAC that SMU will now go to the ACC starting next year?
1: You know, I think SMU is, is a is a great brand and it's got a program, you know, with certainly tremendous history, um, you know, so we, we hate to see SMU go, um, but it's also at the same time part of our new reality in college athletics. And frankly, when you look at, you know, the other leagues across the country, particularly the, the Pac-12, which um, has essentially disintegrated, I think, you know, losing one team out of our 14 schools, um, you know, that, that's something that, that we, we can absolutely not just survive, but uh, yeah, have an opportunity to, to add someone who can provide some real value to the league. And so, obviously, those are steps that will be led by our commissioner, Mike Oresco, who is a fantastic leader and somebody I've known for a really long time. Um, you know, so it's, it's just part of, part, of, uh, part of college athletics in 2023 and beyond, you know. And honestly, I think we're going to see even more of it, you know, down the road. Um, how much of that will affect the American remains to be seen. You know, you control everything that you can possibly control, and there's still some variables out there that you don't control. And so uh, what we focus on as a league and certainly focus on as a program is let's focus on ourselves and be dialed in and, and have regular communication with leadership in college athletics, uh, which I've certainly done and we have done as a league. And then you're as, as prepared as you can be for whatever those options and opportunities are. So. Um, we're just really thrilled for our program to be a part of such a great league like the American. We feel like we are a better position than we've ever been uh, to be in a league like this that's really, really strong from top to bottom and uh, excited about the future.
2: Mike, I got to ask you, man, you've got the Florida Gators on your schedule September 23rd. If you guys come out and you like what you see uh, from this squad and they are able to be physically dominant, let's just say uh, that they get the job done uh, to open a season and then beat Maryland. How confident are you that you guys could go down to Florida after what we saw last night and, and maybe get a victory in your old stomping ground? (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not falling into that trap, but I am gonna <laughs> I'm going I'm to tell you this. I'm looking forward to the trip for sure, go down to the swamp. It'll be a great experience for our players and for our fans um, to play in that historic venue and unbelievable atmosphere and to play an FCC team. And obviously for me personally, you know, there'll, there'll be a lot of emotion, you know, getting back to see, you know, my Gator family, you know, where I've spent 24 years of my life and my career and where, I learned so much about, you know, this business. And um, so, uh, but yeah, I'm excited about it. I think, look, you know, Coach Pogey and I have talked about it. I mean, there's not a game on our schedule that we look at and say, well, we've got no shot, right? Now, there are some games that are going to be maybe more difficult than others based on the the, the talent levels of our opposition. But uh, we're not going into any game thinking we don't have a chance to win. And so I can promise you that the Niners, when they head to Gainesville, will be ready to strap it on.
0: I was really hoping, Mike, that you would fall for that trap. Like, I would envision you in a cutoff, smoking the cigar, saying, (laughs) we're going to stop Florida. Like, I wanted to hear it, but I understand you're much more professional than that, and so I can understand the answer. I I did want to steer this real quickly back to conference realignment for just a moment because so much a part of the conversation surrounding realignment is that presidents, chancellors, they're the ones making these decisions that have real athletic consequences. They might not be thinking about at the forefront, despite it having real consequences there. Uh, Mike, does the system need to change so that athletics are made, athletic decisions are made by guys like you, athletic directors, people that are at the top of the athletic department? Is there any problem with the process and how conference realignment goes about right now?
1: Well, I think there, there are probably a couple of answers to that. Number one, yes, there are problems with our system, right? And and what's gone down with conference realignment. Um, has had some unfortunate consequences for some really great programs in schools and un- unfortunate consequences, I think for, for some, some student athletes who are going to have to travel a lot farther, a lot longer, a lot more often uh, to compete. So when you look at it, you know, from the outside, you know y- y- you say none of this makes any sense, right? So where does it stop? But I, I don't think that that lay- lies solely at the feet of you know presidents and chancellors. Like first of all, I could tell you like our chancellor, She's incredibly knowledgeable about athletics. She and I are very well aligned. Uh, we talk every single day, um, and she gets what we do. And there are a lot of university leaders who do. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe some of them not as much as others, okay? and I'm, I'm not about to pretend that, you know, every single institutional president or chancellor has, a you know, the, the kind of grasp on athletics that, that ours does. But there are a lot of very competent leaders, I mean – you don't become a university president or chancellor and 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 not be pretty sharp, right? So the ones who 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 maybe don't have as much experience in it tend to lean more heavily on their athletic directors and listen to them. So I don't think this is, I don't think we can blame presidents and chancellors for this. Yes, they vote, they cast the votes, you know. But honestly, most of the moves that have occurred here in the last few months. It's not been about greed. I've heard people say, oh, this is all about greed and the cost of you know, college athletics. It, these schools are trying to survive, to try to maintain. When you think about the schools, for example, Oregon and Washington leave the Pac-12 as cornerstone members of that league to join the Big Ten, and they're receiving you know, far less money than the competition is receiving in the Big Ten, the other members. And the money that they're receiving in the Big Ten is – comparable, maybe a little bit more than what they're receiving in a Pac-12 today. So that wasn't like a big money grab. It was if they didn't do it, where were they going to end up? Look at Oregon State and Washington State right now. Both of those schools currently get about $25 million from their conference deals. Next year, what are they going to have? Like they don't, mm-hmm. They don't. who knows, right? And I, I'm not certainly authorized to speak on behalf of those institutions, but my point is, you know, they could be looking at losses of tens of millions of dollars annually. How do you sustain your program? So I, I just think that, you know, we're in a system that is rapidly changing with the NIL and the transfer portal and conference realignment and all of these forces sort of all at once. And we're seeing the most seismic shift that we've ever seen in such a short amount of time. Uh, but I don't blame presidents and chancellors for making decisions that, honestly, they really don't have much choice. In in making it, they have to in order to to sustain their programs. And so, uh, I just know this: I worry about Charlotte, and what I what I think about our place is that we've got incredible alignment between the athletic director and Chancellor Gaber and our board, and that's how you have a successful athletics program.
0: Well, that's good enough for me, Charlotte fan Mike Hill, Charlotte athletic director joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline, getting us ready for the season opener against South Carolina State tomorrow at 6 p.m. Mike, thanks so much for the time. We really appreciate it and excited to see you out there.
1: You bet. Thank you, guys, and go Niners.